This is Neon Radio, episode 143, 21 Tools, Ideas on Getting Through a Funk, with your host, Nick Onkin. Welcome to Neon Radio. I'm your host, Nick Onkin, fashion and lifestyle photographer for today's top brands, performers, and game changers. On this podcast, we explore the body, mind, and soul of the creative entrepreneur, bringing you inspiring guests to help take your creativity, business, and life to the next level. Hello, hello, fellow Neonites. I'm your host, Nick Onkin, and we are back for another episode of Neon Radio. And we here over at Neon Radio, Neon Life, as we call it, are all about living a highly successful, fulfilled, creative lifestyle and creative life, making a living with your art and the world that surrounds that. Today, I'm going to be talking about getting through a funk and let's face it we all go through funks and actually I'm going through one right now and I've been going through one for the last probably month I would say and it is uh it's part of the journey uh they are all part of the up and down wave of life wave of this journey should you choose it it is part of it And most of the time, funks come from not being present in the everyday ups and downs of life, let alone the entrepreneurial life. Sprinkle a little bit of that art as your product into it, and that just adds for a whole different dimension of funk. And I can tell you that it smells pretty bad sometimes. Most of the time for me, the funks come from judging myself for not being where I want to be or not creating the art that I want to be creating. Can you relate to that? Even right now, this year, this is a moment where I feel like I'm pedaling backwards, even not going anywhere, being in the hamster wheel, trying to move forward, but not feeling like I'm going anywhere. Questioning myself whether I'm good enough to even do this, questioning whether or not I'm on the right path. My head runs with questions like, am I an imposter? When is the next job coming? You name it, the inner critic is raging these days, which breeds a lack of confidence sometimes that trickles into different aspects of my life, business, leadership, all of these things. Making a living with your art and creativity is a funny thing because of that. I personally grew so attached to my art that it's been a constant battle not to take rejection personally. And that takes a lot of work dealing with that, dealing with uncertainty. Have you ever had any of those thoughts yourself? Well, I tell you this, you are not alone. We all do, and if it's anything that I've learned through this journey, is that the ups and downs are just part of it. No matter where you are in your career, but sometimes even, especially after you see a lot of success, I've heard it said that it's very lonely at the top. Even Jim Carrey said, I wish everyone could experience being rich and famous because it's not all that it's cracked up to be. It can be empty. From the famous people that I've hung out with, photographed and talked to, I've seen a lot of hints of this because at the end of the day, we're all human. We all have the same emotions and we all go through our own shit, no matter where we are. So what matters is what we do with it. We don't have the choice to choose our circumstances, but we do have the choice of what we do with them. Many powerful people have risen from the trenches. 
of their circumstances and upbringings that are more dire than I can even ever imagine. Taking on a proper perspective can temper us for great success and creating a full life of color. From all the successful people I have interviewed and photographed, the common theme is that mindset is the key to their success. And success isn't just defined by money, but by the quality of life across all categories. So with that said, here are 21 ideas that I consider tools to get me through a funk. Number one, perspective. Perspective is key. And the idea being is the perspective of getting through this versus this is the ultimatum. This is what it is. This is how it's going to be forever. You will get through this and know and think and believe that you will get through this and there will be an end to it and you'll be back up on the top of the wave. A great book that I just read is called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl on a man who survived the concentration camps through the Holocaust by shifting his perspective and deriving the meaning from what he was going through. And I truly believe that this is the way to get through things. Number two, awareness. Awareness is key in life. And I believe that awareness is, is the awareness of your emotions, the awareness of what you're going through, the awareness of everything around you and what you're thinking, uh, because it is what you are aware of is, are the things that you can change, the things that you can shift, the things that you can make better in your life. So cultivate awareness and consciousness, which leads me to number three, which is you are not your thoughts. This is a deep one and something I've learned over the last couple of years and is cultivated from awareness because thoughts are just thoughts. Whether we choose to believe them or not is what is important. And we all have different voices in our heads that tell us different things. And whether we choose to believe them is what determines our actions and the actions that we take in life. So know that you are not your thoughts. Know that what you're thinking is not who you are. And you can create the thoughts that you want and believe the thoughts that you want to become. Number four, practicing presence. Another derivative of this is that something I learned from Eckhart Tolle's books, he's got the, A New Earth and The Power of Now. And the whole idea that human suffering comes from not being present. We're either living in the future and having and creating anxiety from worrying about what's to come or the uncertainty of life, or we're regretting the past and the things that we've done in the past or the things that have been done to us. And when we can learn to become more present in the present moment with ourselves and those around us, we leave our thoughts and our worries behind. And life is a constant practice of being present. And that's something that I've been working on so much over the last few years of my life. And it's made a huge difference. Number five, calming the inner critic. As I talked about before, you're not your thoughts. Well, your inner critic, if you're anything like me, is and can be 
quite a rager. And that's the, that's the voice inside your head, the voice inside my head that's questioning whether I'm good enough or whether I have what it takes or even telling myself that I suck or whatever that is, whatever. We all, we all have the line. We all have our story that is typically from our upbringing and typically from the things and how we were brought up as kids that rage. And something interesting that I've been learning lately is that when we buy into those stories, we're weaving bigger neural nets in our brain that cause that story to get bigger. And once, and the bigger the story that becomes, the more we believe it and the more we operate within those beliefs. So calm the inner critic. The inner critic is like, imagine your, say your inner child is from when you were a kid and your inner kid, your inner child is throwing a temper tantrum. What do you say to that little kid? Do you yell at him and tell him to shut up? Do you yell at him and and get angry at him? No, you would calm him down or her down and tell him or her that it's going to be okay and you're going to calm them through it. And this is something I learned from uh, a friend, coach, friend of mine, entrepreneurial executive coach, that we have to be calm with ourselves. We have to be gentle and take our inner child through the process and calm them down. Number six, de-stressing. This is huge, guys. De-stressing and doing things that, that help with that is, is key because stress and anxiety can tear us apart. It can create physical illness. It can create all kinds of things. And one of the big tools that I've learned to do and use is Vedic meditation and uh, or transcendental type with a mantra-based meditation. This type of meditation is specifically used to de-stress the mind, to take out the trash thoughts that you have in your head and uh, dump them out, get rid of them, because that's what creates stress. If you haven't heard Emily Fletcher, she was on the last episode. Uh, we'll link that up in the show notes. Uh, she's been my meditation teacher for the last three years and I will say that meditation has been one of the biggest tools that's helped me de-stress my life and de-stress the clutter in my head on a daily basis. She's also got a de-stressing course, a free webinar over there. You can get over to neonlife.com slash zivastress uh, to check that out. And you can learn more. If you want to learn more, you can take the course as well. Number seven, movement. Move on a daily basis, guys. And this is something I've been doing. I've probably worked out more in the last month and a half than I ever have because movement and exercise keeps your blood flowing. It keeps your mind flowing. It keeps you it keeps you in physical shape. And when you feel physically better, you operate better. Uh, I talked a lot about this with Amanda Bucci on a recent episode over at uh, neonradio.com slash EP138. That's episode 138. She's a fitness coach and entrepreneur. And we talked about how fitness can integrate and catalyze your creativity and is highly important. So exercise, I've started boxing lately, which I love. It also helps get that aggression out if you need. Yoga is also good. I love biking through New York City. One of my favorite, favorite things. And just getting in that flow, getting that movement, creating movement in your body helps so much. And 
gets you physically fit at the same time. Number eight, eating healthy. Also part of this as well, but I've also started eating a lot healthier over the last couple of years, cutting a lot of carbs and sugars out of my diet and it makes me feel better. And, you know, I think when you feel better, that helps your overall mental state. And sometimes it's easier for others and harder for others, but do what you can to eat healthier and, and make that a conscious thing that you do. Uh, bring it into your awareness, uh, as I talked about earlier. Number nine, forward movement. Do one thing every day keep making forward progress even if it doesn't feel like it and I've been doing this myself recently and and keep moving forward even if you're having a hard time focusing you know watch your consumption versus creation Uh, social media is a killer and you can get sucked into a black hole and and keep you from moving forward things like that so monitor that do one thing every day that propels you towards your your vision and your purpose and your career creativity wise business wise everything relationships all of that stuff keep moving forward one step at a time number 10 obviously this we're creatives here create every day create something every day even if it sucks i have that on my bath mat as i get out of the shower And it's so true. And I just encourage you guys to do that. Uh, One thing that could help is a 100-day project over and do that on Instagram where you create one thing, uh, do one project every day and post it on Instagram as a way to stay accountable to that. Uh, But in general, whatever practice, whatever discipline you have, whatever your, your craft is, do one thing every day. Create one thing every day, even if it's small. That falls into the previous one, but creating every day will push you one step forward to your creative life. Number 11, get coaches. Guys, this is highly important as well. Becoming a successful creative, a successful entrepreneur, successful in life in general is to hire a coach. Find a coach that will help take you to your next level personally with what you're going through. I just started with a coach, John O'Connor, who does NLP and hypnotherapy and executive coaching, and I'm learning a lot from that. And, you know, guys, we always have to be learning, and we having a coach can help point out the blind spots. It can help us see things from the outside. Definitely recommend it. Number 12, dive inward. Everything extends from the inside out. Whatever we do on the outside, whatever actions we take, all stem from the inside. And this is something I've been really, really diving into, even on a spiritual level and exploring and and really trying to figure out, you know, what it is that drives me internally and, and becoming more and more aware of those things. The inward journey is the biggest journey you will ever go on. And when you dive inward, you create bigger results on the outside. Also something I've learned in this respect is just surrendering to the universe because when we try to control and we try to resist things, we usually end up getting more of that. What you resist persists. Number 13, practice gratitude. This is huge and I've talked about this before as well and gratitude is a practice and 
it's not something that we may feel every day, yet it's something that we should search for. And I say should in the fact that if we're grateful for the things that we have on a small level, whether it's the talent that we have, the opportunity that we have, and a lot of times I'll even wake up and say thank you for the breath that I have and the life that I have. And even on a small level, find things that you love, find things that you can be grateful for and start there. Gratitude will manifest in so many ways and create an underlying success. Number 14, look for the things that bring you joy. Kind of along the same lines, but in a little bit different perspective of the fact that if you're unhappy or you're you're kind of frustrated with things, start small. Enjoy and find joy in the little things that make you happy, whether that's looking up at the sky, the clouds, whether it's making photographs or making something that makes you happy, whether it's a book, whether whatever it is, find things that bring you joy and start with that. I love food. I love eating well. I love cooking. I love things like that. Do more of that. That'll make you happy. And leads into number 15, happiness buckets. Sit down and write a list of things that make you happy across different categories, health and wellness, creativity, relationships, things like that. And make sure you're doing five of those a day, whether it's gratitude, whether it's connecting with friend, whether it's having a protein shake or meditating, do things that make you happy and fill your cup. Take care of yourself. Self-care is huge. When you fill your cup, you fill your oxygen tank, you can be there for others and you can grow. Number 16, this might be a little woo-woo for some of you guys, but energetic healing is something that I've found to be very helpful because sometimes things are so deep that you can't even consciously understand them. Things like Reiki or acupuncture, sometimes even massage, different things like that can also help bring you to a different state. Number 17, be of service. Sometimes giving of yourself and being of service to other people can help you generate happiness and that's a huge key of life is being of service and being outside of yourself number 18 surround yourself with positive people people that lift you up and that support who you are that won't bring you down that will change your pattern of thought when you're feeling down that will be there and love you and and not necessarily try to fix you but just help be there, hold space for you, and help bring you to a more positive space, help you see the light, help you see what's past the funk. Find people, find people that will do this with you and that you can do this for other people. Be that for other people. Number 19, create art that makes you happy. This goes back to the other ones as well, but even if it doesn't make you money, just create things that make you happy, create art, create, take up a hobby, do whatever it takes, find those things. Number 20, get out of your normal environment, travel, find inspiration, uh, go to different countries, 
go to different environments and cultures and find the things that inspire you. One thing I will say is don't travel to run away from your problems because you'll never run away from them. They'll always be there if you don't deal with them yourself. Travel to find inspiration. Number 21, align to your purpose. Having a purpose is the key. And sometimes when you don't have a purpose, it takes a little exploration to find that. And if you don't have a purpose, you haven't found your purpose, explore, find things that might be your purpose and, and use it. Be curious. Good book for that is my buddy, Adam Braun. He, uh, wrote the book, the promise of a pencil, which is about finding your purpose. He is a longtime friend of mine and a past podcast guest here on the radio. One of the OG, the OG podcast guests from the early days. You can find his episode over at neonradio.com slash EP11. Blast from the past, but still a great episode. You can also read his book. One other thing here I was going to say that I think is also great is to listen to podcasts or read books that change your state, change your state of mind that bring you to an elevated state on a subject that you're interested in. I do that every day when I work out. I listen to a podcast, whether it's the Super Soul from Oprah to Lewis Howes to anybody else, Tim Ferriss, some of my other favorite podcasts that take me to a state of aspiration, things that I want to learn and get inspired by trigger, find things that trigger your inspiration on a daily basis and change your states. So my friend, have hope and know that you will get through this. Whatever you're going through, you are not alone and you are beyond worthy of this life. Keep creating and striving for the things that give you life and that give you color from the inside out. Keep sharing your light with the world and being the change that you want to see in the world. And with that, my friends, I thank you for listening. I hope you resonate with this. And if you do, I'd love it if you could share it out over on social media. The episode is Neon Radio dot com slash ep143 also go over to neonlife.com slash quiz to take the quiz and we will serve you up some content free content that will help you out in your creative journey wherever you are and take you to the next level also would love it if you could help us out by going over to the apple podcast app and leaving us a good review and that'll just help us get in the rankings and share with more people. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And with that, you know what time it is. It's time to go out and create your life by creating every small moment. And we'll see you next time. Wow.